Welcome to the Tech and Main Presents Podcast with your host, Sean St. Hill. Sean is the CEO of Tech and Main, a technology consulting firm in Atlanta, Georgia. Listen in as thought leaders share their tips and insights about what's going on in the world of technology. And now, here's your host, Sean St. Hill. Thank you for joining another episode of Tech and Main Presents, where we bring you the best insights from today's leaders and experts in technology. Today, we will be speaking with Jacob Hess. Jacob is the co-founder and chief academic officer of NGT Academy. Jacob, welcome to the Tech and Main Presents podcast. Thank you, Sean. Very happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, you are welcome, sir. You are welcome. And so we're going to have some fun here. But, but before we even get started, obviously... You're going to get into your wonderful background, but I just want to say thank you for everything that and your brothers and sisters in the military do for us on the civilian front. Yeah. The fact that I get to do this podcast, honestly, is made possible by the sacrifices that the men and women of our military. Make. Very good point. Very good point. Yeah. Thank you, Sean, too, for reminding me of it, even though I'm a veteran. Hey. I wouldn't be here being able to run NGT Academy and provide these awesome training programs if it also weren't for, for all the people who have served our country, uh, allowing us to do these types of things, right? So definitely, uh, and being Memorial Day was just reset. I think it's a good, good note. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just a, a week removed from Memorial Day. So yeah, yeah. Again, thank you. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right. So Jacob, with that, my friend, why don't you share your background with our audience? Sure. I can give a good intro here. And I think I can do a good job here just painting the picture and how I got us started and, and our journey to where we are now. I think I can do that in a relatively summarized way. We had a few things happening along our journey here. So it's, it's actually pretty fun to talk about and there's some interesting components. So yeah, let me get started then. My name is Jacob Hess and I'm the co-founder and chief academic officer here at NGT Academy, which is a network engineer and cybersecurity training academy based in Phoenix, Arizona. And to describe that a little bit more, we're a full service academy, meaning we provide the knowledge and skills training and project-based learning and career certification, as well as career development. And we have a brand called Zero to Engineer, where you take folks even with zero experience and we help them to land their first job or promotion in IT, in those specific fields of networking and cybersecurity. And just to kind of cap it off, the main problems that we're solving are really around low wage incomes in America, and faster and cheaper alternatives to college to get people into the workforce faster and helping to fill the astronomical amount of open IT jobs in today's workforce. So that's what we're doing. That's a good intro there. But as far as how I get started and where I grew up and stuff, I can go back to that as well. Uh, I grew up in Abita Springs, Louisiana, which is a small town just north of New Orleans. And it's known for its healing waters. Also, it's artistic and horse historic culture and also beer. I don't know if you ever heard of Abita beer, but that's where it comes from, my hometown. Uh, purple Haiti oh, awesome. Yeah, it's actually international now, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I love, I love my hometown, but I officially started my career in September of 2001. Uh, I joined the Air Force when I was just 17 years old. And in fact, I had my 18th birthday there in boot camp, which is pretty interesting. You know, trying to hide the fact that it was my birthday from the TIs and stuff. So I wouldn't get messed with and called out. But things were also pretty crazy during that time. If you can take yourself back. Again, this was 2001, September. So it was just two weeks after the World Trade Center attacks on September 11th, when I actually went to boot camp. I think we were in Threat Con Delta or something. So it was pretty strict. 
anyhow, moving on from that, I was actually a network engineer in the Air Force. That was my job. And then in my last three years of my tenure, I was a technical instructor for the career field. And at the time it was called a computer network, cryptographic and switching systems. So it was basically like a network engineer, network technician and cybersecurity career field. Well, hey, that helped you understand kind of where I got the knowledge and skills to be able to start this company. I was really there in the Air Force. Of course, my career did also extend past the Air Force because I didn't stay in for 20 years and retire. I left the Air Force after my first enlistment, but I got so much re-experience. Uh, I left back in 2008 and I went to work in the civilian sector. And that's when I actually met Terry Kim. Now, Terry Kim also is a veteran. He's my co-founder of my company. Uh, but we didn't actually know each other in the Air Force, even though we were also were both instructors on the exact same base, which is pretty funny. I actually didn't meet him until I left the Air Force. Another funny aspect to all that. One day I remember teaching class and my students came to me and they're like, Hey, did you go to the internet cafe out the gate of the base and meet those guys? I was like, no, I never did. But there was this internet cafe right outside the gate called CompDot. I didn't know Terry or anything at the time, but he had started this internet cafe. And so it was funny. It was like the universe was trying to bring us together in some way, even back then. Right. But I never made it happen. And so as fate would have it, Hurricane Katrina, all that, it messed up their business. They had to close the door there. And so Terry had to go into the, going into the regular field after starting that internet cafe. So he went into the IT field, uh, working as a network engineer, eventually as a senior network engineer at a credit union, there, largest credit union on the Gulf coast. And so he hired me on as a network engineer whenever I left the air force. And so that's actually how Terry and I met. It's kind of confusing for a lot of people. Weren't you both you guys instructors and veterans? Yeah, we knew each other, right? No, we didn't. We didn't know each other until after I left. It was kind of a funny, funny thing there. And he was the person who hired me and working together eventually led us to being able to start this business arriving here at NGT Academy. We both, one of the first things we, we kind of realized is that, hey, we both had kind of a, a, a need or want to start a business. And so we started putting our heads together and doing that. But before NGT Academy, uh, my business partner and I had started a different business. We called it Check Action. And we ran that for about a year and a half before we had to close its doors. And after we closed the doors there, we both went back to the field. And I'll talk a little bit more about Check Action later if you like, but um, basically it was an IT project management application. But again, we ran for about a year and a half. That was really cutting our teeth in the world of startups. Uh, but after that failed, we had to go back in, into the field. And, and I worked, went and worked at an IT consultancy. Uh, called TechLinks at the time. Terry went back to the fields. He was working for Cisco and then Dimension Data. Uh, basically what ended up happening was when we went back into the field this time, it filled all of our gaps in the industry. The IT industry is a very big ecosystem, including every company you can think of really. And so, yeah, yeah, Sean, what it's like, right? And so understanding that industry is also one thing that we teach our students, but uh, one great thing we got about going back to the field was filling in all these gaps, meaning we worked in DOD, worked in, in civilian customer environments. We worked for service providers. We worked for consultants and manufacturers. So we got to learn this whole ecosystem. Now, why was that important? Well, all this kind of stuff, including our history teaching, really is what built our domain expertise to uh, allow us to start this company, which really brings all of our best assets and facets of who we are uh, to the table, to this new company, right? Well. It's not new anymore, but uh, at the time in the journey, it was going to be a new company. So getting into the journey of that, getting into the journey of NGT Academy, uh, the first thing we did that really set us on our path here was in 2016, we got accepted into a startup accelerator called AngelPad, AngelPad, if you're familiar. Yeah. There we learned a lot. They helped us define our business. For example, when we were starting out, we actually were trying to do 
consulting and also do training. And in fact, I remember we were talking with Tomas and Corinne there and I had this whole image of a double-edged sword and I was like consulting on this side. And I was like, uh, I think training on this side. And they're like, guys, no, focus on the training. There's a huge need for this. And so they set us straight there. They got us really on that path and focused there. And then from there, we were able to raise our first round of funding, uh, which included a lead investment from Joe Montana's Liquid 2 firm, which was pretty cool. Joe Montana. very cool. QB for is kind of, <laughs> yeah, pretty cool, right? So he helped us get started. And we were actually there in San Francisco. We picked up and moved there. Uh, we were both in the Gulf Coast. So and then after building our, our first versions of our training program, you know, we got a little funding. And then we built the first version of our training program, our learning management system. And then we enrolled our first set of students. And then we got accepted into Y Combinator in 2018. Now, I'm not sure if, if most folks are familiar with this, but Y Combinator and AngelPad at one time, maybe even still, but at one time they both held the number one seat in Forbes magazine for top accelerator in the United States. So we got the honor and privilege and pleasure of going through the two number one ranked accelerators. Jacob, that's big time. It, it was a big time. Yeah. And we learned a lot, right? But it's also the people we met and the network and stuff. And th those, those things really, really helped us and brought us to eventually raising our A round, which got us to the point we're at right now. So but that's, that's a, that's an in nutshell history of where I came from, what we're doing and, and how we got out here. Oh, Jacob, I, your story. I want to, I want to highlight, well, there's several things that I could highlight, but I want to highlight this one thing, right? You said you and your co-founder were both in the Gulf Coast or living in the Gulf Coast, but then when you got into, was it AngelPad? You guys yep. moved out to Frisco? We picked up and moved. That's right. See, and that's, and that's something that I, I want our listeners to lock into. Um you have to be willing to make the sacrifice if you want to, if you want to get to that next leg in your journey. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so whether that's your career, right? If let's say you get this amazing offer from uh, Microsoft or from a startup and they're like, well, Hey, we're in New York city and you're down in Miami. Guess what? Not much to do. <laughs> yeah. You, it, NYC, here we come. Right. And so, I mean, Jacob's telling us, firsthand that he and his co-founder got into AngelPad, right? And AngelPad obviously had the requirement that if you're going to be in the accelerator, you need to be in person and in-person means moving to the West Coast. And so that's what they did. And so when you're pursuing your dream, you, you have to be all in. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't say better words on that myself. And this, the same thing even goes for our students. Like you mentioned career, right? Students leaving our program, they need to be open to the same things. If you want the best job opportunities available, you got to be willing to pick up and, and relocate. You know? Yeah. But not always, but you need to be open to it. Well, exactly. And, and so, I mean, and let's, and let's, well, let's not sugarcoat it, right? There, there are plenty of positions now that are remote, right? So, so it's not as, so we're not talking about the 80s and 90s where 100% had to move. That's another great point, John, for sure. Right. But again, to, to, to Jacob's very excellent point, some of the best positions, they have requirements where they want you to be on site, whether that's on site at a customer or on site at the headquarters or regional office. 
and all we're saying is you you have to be open to that. Yep. Definitely agree. hundred percent. Okay. Awesome. Well, Jacob, <laughs> thank you for um allowing me to go down that rabbit trail. What's that? But, but you're 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 there at NGT Academy, right? You're doing amazing things. What would you say has you most excited about your daily work? So I think uh, one of one of my favorite things about working here at NGT Academy is really, or just in general, actually, I discovered I had a knack for for teaching and things when I was in the Air Force and helping someone to discover something or learn something new or just learn something at all. For some reason, that just excites me, that whole process. And then trying to figure out a way to simplify it as much as possible, to make that light bulb turn on as clearly and quickly as possible. That excites me. Uh, and so I really enjoyed building and running our training programs and, and also teaching here in NGT Academy. But I think one of the things that makes me the very most excited is when students achieve their goals, whether that's knocking out an industry cert or especially landing a job. So these are the things that drive myself and my team every single day, because we're on a mission to help as many people as we can get into the IT field. That's, that's awesome. So I want to ask this question. You and Terry, I mean, you're building something amazing, right? And it's not just the two of you. I mean, obviously it's everyone else. There's a lot of little behind the scenes there. Hey, exactly. It's, it's not just, it's not just two cooks in the kitchen. I mean, there's a whole bunch of folks that are making NGT Academy what it is. But one of the things that you have as your tagline is military grade IT training. Break that down for us. Yeah. Great question. Yeah. Great question. So really what military grade means, and I'll bring us back to whenever I was an instructor in the air force for a moment, think of it like this. The military is not going to have a Navy SEAL and send them to two to four years of college to become a Navy SEAL. The military is not going to create a medic and have them go to two to four years of college to become a medic. What does the military want and need? The military wants and needs to train people with the actual skills they need to do the job as, job as quickly and efficiently as possible. So that's the same kind of structure we brought. In fact, I used a lot of things that we did in the military, in our programs. And ultimately what it boils down to is having a skills first approach. So teaching the people the actual skills they need to do the job. In some instances, that's easier than others. Network engineering, you can be very focused. Cybersecurity is a little more, there's lots of different tools out there, um, but it's hundred percent possible to create a highly effective program that focuses just on this uh, in the civilian sector. And so that's what we did. And one of the things that I brought from what we did in the military was actually after we would leave our training in the military and go to our first base, we had this thing called the JQS, a job qualification standard. And what this, what this was used for is your supervisor had to watch you do a skill and check it off, literally down to configuring a VLAN on us. And so every task you would get observed and they check it off. So as we go through our training, we have projects that students do, and we have something called the skills qualification check. And we actually have in-house awards and certifications that we give that all have a skills focused element about them, just like the military had. Now, one thing we can't escape here is the strength of industry certifications like the Cisco CCNA and the CompTIA Security Plus when you're getting started in these fields. So we do also train on those certifications, but military grade fills all the gaps that those certifications don't provide. Military grade is the skills focused, <laughs> military grade is the skills focused, skills first learning. And we accomplish that through project-based learning. So a student, for example, before they ever even work on their CCNA, they're going to be building out robust networks. They're going to be 
uh, setting out a three, building a three, three site network in a project. They're going to plan, design, implement, support, and close out that project. So they're also going to get project management skills in addition to the end presentation skills, in addition to the actual technical skills that they're implementing. And here's a funny, funny and maybe little known fact. The CCNA, as we were just talking about, the Cisco Certified Network Associate, great certification. The number one industry recognized, global recognized uh, associate level networking cert. In order to get that certification, you do not have to build a network of any kind. Okay. You don't have to build a network. So, so we have students, guess what we have them do? We have them build networks. And that, that opens up a lot of other doors for other conversations, but that's really what military breed means. It's a skills first approach. Okay. Oh, that's, that's awesome. And I appreciate you elaborating. And so Jacob, you, I mean, you really, I think opened up on these next couple of questions, but I, I'll, I'll give you the floor to elaborate as, you, as, as much as you want to. The major issues facing your clients, what, what else would you like to tell us about that? Or what, what specifically might we need to know about how you're helping your clients? Sure. Well, I think our clients are not actually just our students. Of course, though, that's where our heart resides, right? We want to help these students get into the field. But I actually think of the entire U.S. right now, maybe in the world, kind of like a client, because what we're helping to do is to solve the problem with all these open IT jobs. There's 3.5 million cyber jobs expected to be open worldwide by 2025. And literally just here in, in the year of 2021, in the United States alone, we had 500,000 jobs that went left open for the year in these fields. So that lack of talent, uh, it's even too much for the college graduates each year, not to mention those college graduates in a lot of cases can't actually, they don't come with the right skills to do jobs in many cases. So that's an issue that is nationwide, right? Now getting into the students, of course, we help with this, we help all this problem with our programs and how we're helping the students more so is we're helping them focus and get into that job faster than they could otherwise. There's a lot of different ways you could approach this, right? But if you come to our academy, we're going to provide you with the most robust training you can get. We're going to have you rolling out real projects. We're going to ensure the real talent, right? That's what we're doing here. And that's a service that we're providing to the student. Uh, not only that, we're providing the full breadth of services, including career development and career services and helping connect students into employer networks, stuff that we've built. All that stuff is challenging, but it takes a lot of effort on our part and also takes a lot of effort on the student's part. So I think the student understanding that here at NGT Academy, we're really focused on their success uh, is something that can help, help them get that mindset they need. And that's another thing that we do is we help students develop a passion for IT. We help students to develop the mindset for success so that it's not just about getting that first job. No, it goes well beyond that. As soon as you get your first job, you're planning for the next one. What is your next goal going to be? How do you paint a North Star and we continue to develop that and change that and work toward that and keep that passion and motivation? What is your why? Why are you doing this? Are you helping, trying to help your family? Are you trying to increase your salary? What are you trying to do? I'm sure it's something good. Hold on to that, attach onto that, and that will help you. And then once you get into the hard times, open that wine back up and look at it. So these are the types of things we, we provide. It's not just a technical training program. We're very encompassing certs that the student gets. Oh, man, I love guests like you. Again, it's the, it's, it's the military background. 
But even the way you answered that question, right? It wasn't just, hey, we're going after people between the ages of 28 and 35 and we're trying, oh, like, man, you've got this um, macro level approach and view of this, right? It's not just, hey, we're, we're looking to help community college students or military veterans. Like this is, this is, a, this is a US and global issue that we are attacking, right? So again, it's that, it's that mindset, right? It's that, yeah. hey, here's the mission, right? There's the mission field. Mission field's huge, right? And so, like, honestly, for as long as, and Terry and the rest of the team want, you, you will always have NGT Academy, right? I mean. Unless we too, do too good of a job where there's no more unbuilt. IT job. <laughs> exactly. But, but I, I mean, but the, the, the runway, my goodness, right. It's, I mean, you're, you're looking years and years into the future and you can still see the need for what you're doing. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I think, and I think that's amazing. Right. And, and the, and the fact that you're not just helping your students, but you also mentioned the, the, the companies that you have relationships with, right? And the, the career placement, the career advancement aspects of your program. I, I, I think that's phenomenal. Yep. Just going back to that whole ecosystem thing, right? It's like helping the entire ecosystem as much as we can. No, exactly. Uh, I, I, I love, it. all right. So Jacob, let's, let's, let's talk to our, our young folks out there. And they're looking at a career in cybersecurity, career in technology. What what advice do you have for them? Talk talk to the people. Well, first and foremost, I would say that finding value and fulfillment in your work is within your reach. And if you're trying to work in tech, well, working in tech, it's not only achievable, but it's both fun and a rewarding job. Like seriously, I love working in tech. I love the job. I can tell people all these different aspects. You're not just sitting behind a screen. You're also getting to talk with people and help people. You get to be the hero. You get to fix stuff. So it's a job that you can love and it can also be lucrative. So first off is that I highly recommend the career. And again, finding value and fulfillment in your work is within your reach. But next, if you're talking about actually getting into tech, I would also say start right now. Don't wait. There's so many different resources available online. I'm not just saying with NGT Academy. I'm saying, get out there, use your Google food. This is even a skill that we teach using Google. We have this worldwide brain. You can know anything you want, right? It's crazy. Of course, now in today's world, you got to, you know, be a little bit careful in which information you trust, but you can learn how to do anything you want. So, so don't wait, start. You can start learning all kinds of basic skills and knowledge and whatnot. Even by just going to people's YouTube channel. Heck, we have a YouTube channel too. You can learn about stuff there. So that's the, my second thing. I would say, don't wait, go ahead and get started today. If you have any kind of interest. And then of course, if you're serious about starting your career in IT, then Hey, come check out our programs. Now come check out our programs at NGT Academy, where you can get trained and potentially land a job in just months, right? So uh, those are the advice I would give. Oh, that's, that's good advice. And what? Shameless plug. NGT Academy is obviously who we're talking about, but all, all the more, this is why among the many reasons that I do the podcast, this is one of the most crucial, right? And it's to expose you to the Jacob Hesses of the world, the NGT academies of the world, right? Stop losing alone, people. Stop sitting out there 
just kind of floating and wondering what my next move is. By the time this episode comes out, we're, I mean, we're fast approaching 200 episodes, right? And I'm just one podcaster. But if you think about it, there's so much information and so much value out there. And NGT Academy is just one example of that, right? So take, take what Jacob and I are sharing with you, right? And at the end, we're going to get his um, contact information. We're going to put that in the show notes. Folks, reach out to Jacob. Find out how you can be a part of the NGT Academy graduate list. I mean, don't, don't sit there and just let this information pass you by. Make use of it. Yeah, awesome words there, Sean. Appreciate that. No, you're you're welcome, my friend. You're welcome. All right, so Jacob, let's uh, let's let's turn the tables, so to speak, and find out a little bit about you. And so the following questions are are going to be specific to you, and we'll start out with name your favorite musician or band. All right, I can definitely do that. However, I do have to preface with for me, picking favorites is very difficult. So I'm never going to have only one thing I mention. <laughs> That's okay. You can mention as many as you want, man. All right. Yeah, that makes it a little more colorful anyway, right? So yeah, favorite musician or band. Well, I grew up listening a lot to the Beatles and John Lennon. So that's always going to have a spot. My favorites list, but these days working a lot and I'm a spiritual guy, I like to meditate and stuff too. So I tend to listen to music these days. That's a little more kind of calm, like genders of chill out and things that are good background music for working one, and then two good for meditation. So that's usually what type of tunes I have on. But again, it's difficult for me to pick favorites, Sean. I love anything from old school hits, folk music and bluegrass, rap, electronic music, piano, violin. Like I could keep going on and on. Uh, I used to play the trumpet when I was in high school. I love music. Music's great. And why restrict yourself to any particular area? No, I, hey, great answer, man. Great answer. All right. So let's, let's ask this next question. Name a favorite hobby or pastime. Sure. Well, my most recent hobby or pastime I've been involved with has been golf. I've spent, I spent a lot of my off hours uh, playing golf in the past few years, but I've recently changed that actually. What your favorite hobbies? Golf has been a big one. I like health and fitness, hiking, getting outdoors. I used to do a lot of like tech or geeky things with my offline time, building computers, building labs, playing video games, but I've gotten away from a lot of that stuff now. It's mainly around running this company and trying to make impact is what I'm usually trying to do. So. Uh, in my, in my off time, if I'm not meditating or trying to improve myself, uh, I'm spending my off time now working on a 501c3 nonprofit actually called Good Karma Earth. And okay, yeah. And, and spending time thinking about humanity actually, and thinking about how we can better serve the world we live in, better serve each other and better serve humanity. This is a big topic, topic of mine that I'm putting a lot more time into even my off hours. Okay. So Jacob, let's, let's, let's flesh that out a little more. How? How did that creating a nonprofit on the plate of yours that's already full? I mean, yeah, how, how, how'd you pick up starting a nonprofit? Well, I've always kind of had a, a want or a need to give back in some way and, and to help. And I noticed that I noticed humanity is its own challenge. I noticed this many years ago. And so I started to just really want to make some type of impact that make sure that humanity makes it to make sure humanity gets over its own hurdle of itself, right? And one way I wanted to accomplish that is I want to create a fund. I want to be enabled. I want to be empowered. I was actually 
waiting a little bit, but I've recently decided that I couldn't wait anymore. Why am I going to wait? I can do all these things at the same time. Um, I just have to learn how to, you got to learn how to be hard at a certain point in your life. I think uh, to be able to accomplish great things is not going to be easy. And at this point is something that just calls and pulls at me so much that I couldn't wait anymore. I had to go ahead and start it. Now I'm not doing a lot of things with it yet, but I have some plans, but I was able to actually get it incorporated. So, you know, you got it started and to expand on it a little bit, I can give you uh, I know we're talking about Energy Academy, but this is an interesting conversation to have. I'll give you a quick just summary of it. Good Karma Earth is dedicated to providing humanitarian and environmental assistance, volunteer services, free educational programs, and a globally accessible charity support network. Now, how I'm going to accomplish all these things, it's not just going to be me, right? Uh, but that's a lot of things to think about and work on. So I had my work cut out for me. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. So, so we're going to highlight the fact that Giver. And givers, founders are going to found and givers are going to give, right? And and so that that's another aspect of the podcast that we get to find out about amazing people like yourself that are wanting to give back, not just in work that they're doing for profit organizations, but in your case, you're also adding a, a nonprofit that you've spun up. And so, man, I'm I'm super excited to see what Good Karma Earth is, is going to do as we follow you going out. So that's, that's well, awesome. Yeah, thank you. And I think a whole other part of it too is helping other people realize why we as well. Like we can all give back in some way. Yeah, <laughs> no, could, couldn't agree more, man. Couldn't agree more. All right, so let's let's find out about where Jacob likes to go on vacation. Yeah, uh, vacation, that could be another difficult one. You know, I've traveled a lot of places. One of my favorite places I think in the U.S. is Hawaii. In fact, well, I've only been once, but it was definitely enough to make me even want to live there one day, potentially. So I can see myself living there. But like generally traveling, vacation, if I'm going to take a vacation to Europe and UK are great. I've traveled a lot of different places, but I always really love Europe and UK. But these days, since I'm working so much here, you know, we're here in Arizona now. I was in California for a while. We were in Austin, Texas. Like I've been all over and I've been away from my core family. So these days, you know, when I take vacation, I'm usually going back home to Louisiana to see my family. So I think currently that's probably my favorite destination. Okay. Good answer. <laughs> so Jacob, let's, let's find out from you. What teacher at any level has had the greatest impact on you? We have a lot of teachers in life, right, Sean? We do. Never a lot. So I'll, I'll name a few. I think you can't go without saying your mother or father. I think you've had probably a few people on your podcast say something like that. And this is one of the first things I thought of. My mother helped me to understand what deep love is, being anything you want, and the importance of creative expression. Or my father showed me compassion, the importance of being there for others. And this is all in my early life, right? He also got me into music when I was young, which I think that's an extremely important part of life when we're growing up. Like playing an instrument or being involved in music, it just really helps you to express and develop as a, as a human. Another great teacher I had with my martial arts instructor, Taekwondo, when I was in my early life, when I was a kid. Richard Bradley, if you're listening to this one day, you were a big influence in my childhood, my martial arts, passion and discipline, right? Because discipline is something too that it's hard for us to acquire. And, and so I think that was great. That was great for me. Getting into martial arts helped set that discipline. And another memorable teacher, which also influenced the way that I teach in high school, I learned the power of positivity and fun and learning from a, a history teacher I had. Uh, I actually can't remember his first name, but Coach Bronner is what we call him. And then later in life, more teachers. I consider the military 
to be a teacher. The military taught me a lot, of course, about like discipline. And I learned a great career path, of course. Uh, but I also got exposure to a lot of different cultures and travel. And that really helped me to better understand the world and to get a better view on humanity. And I can only thank the military for that, that teaching. And also one of my mentors uh, during the military, he was my base commander when I was stationed at RAF Lakenheath in England. And he's also a current mentor and advisor here at the NGT Academy. That's Tony Thomas. He was a great teacher of mine. Tony, if you're listening, thank you for your mentoring and your leadership. <laughs> and then, of course, hey, my business partner, Terry. He and I have been working together for a lot of years here. And we both learned a ton from each other uh, working together in this business. Uh, and then two more teachers I have. Technically three, but it's just two points. Uh, the next one's my own mistakes. <laughs> my own mistakes is one of my greatest teachers, right? And then lastly is God and life. And experience, I think, is the best teacher, right? Actually having something happen, making the mistake physically and doing that and going through that is the best teacher, right? So I think experience in life and, and that comes along with God too. I'm a spiritual person. And I know there's a spiritual aspect to our being, which we're all rooted in, even though it can be difficult for us to see it at times, right? For the world to see it, we are rooted in the spiritual sense. And the greatest teachings, like I was saying, they, they unfold through the experience of life. And this concept of God is much more close to us than we all know. And I can go a lot deeper on that, of course, but I'm going to leave that there and just say, God and life are my last best teacher. Jacob, hands down, that best answer I've ever gotten to that question. Wow, wow Sean, I thought you meant that too. <laughs> no, seriously, seriously I, 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 don't, I don't play with my questions. I don't play with my responses. That is by far the most complete, wonderful answer. And nothing against any of the others. It's, it's, you took us on a journey, man. And that's, and that's, I'll prize. <laughs> bro. And that's why, and that's why I love the answer, right? It was shout out to mom and dad. And, and the and the loving upbringing and the things that they exposed you to as a kid, right? And, and those first lessons, right? Outside of the traditional classroom, right? On up to my own mistakes, God, life. I, I'm, 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 I'm seeing you at every point in your development, right? And that's, like I said, Hands down, the best answer. Interesting, um, Travis. Awesome. Yeah, cool. That was good. <laughs> oh, that yeah, I, I I love that. All right, so Jacob, we're we're at our last question. I'm actually in my feelings because I don't want this thing to end. This has been so good. There's always enough time, right? There, there is touche, sir. Touche. But this this last question is: What advice would you give your 18 year old self? Hey, I thought about this one for a while, and what I came out with, I think is exactly what I would tell my 18 year old self. I would tell my 18 year old self, Hey man, life's going to bring challenges. So make sure that you stay strong and you don't become too soft with comfort. Be your best self and understand that every choice you make is an important choice. Oh, that's, that's good. That is good. Jacob, again, we're not, not even a question. We're going to have to have you back. And, and honestly, I, I would love to maybe have you and Terry 
come back okay. next time, right? And just we you know, flesh out, flesh out the wonderful things that you guys are doing. You're already an amazing person, an amazing guest, and I think the two of you together, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling that there would be a special dynamic. One of the other thing with Terry and I both wanted before, but yeah, it's, it can get pretty fun conversations. Okay. Yeah, we'll 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 work with we'll work with our people to make that happen. But Jacob, seriously, man, this has been such a blessing, such an honor. Honestly, so you're, yeah, yeah. No, seriously, man, it's it. This is this is so soul nourishing, right? And it's and as you as you're doing the podcast, right? You do get to that place where you're like, okay, what more can be said about technology and cybersecurity? Yeah, and man. This flat out is a reminder that there's so much more to be said, right? And so, and I appreciate you coming to add your story to that tapestry of the wonderful, you know, technology and cybersecurity ecosystem that we're a part of. Absolutely. Yeah. And thank you so much, Sean, for the opportunity. Honestly, it's been great for me too. Just going through the process. I was like, wow, it's asking some really good questions. It's taking some time, but I, I really enjoyed this actually. And so it helped me too internally as well. It was very, it's been great meeting you, Sean, and, and being on the podcast with you here and definitely look forward to a future chat. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, but Jacob, before we go, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you? To get in contact with me. That's actually a good question, Sean. So you might have to cut some of this, but I was just thinking about that. Do I want to give people my direct email? This is something I didn't think about beforehand. No, actually. So look, I, I'll, 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 I'll make it easy. We can, we can have folks just go to ngt.academy. Right. Go to the contact us form, right? And that way, if, if that way we can control how folks are reaching right. out and then. Now I was trying to think of a good way. I could give out an email, but I think it's better probably support at nextgent.com because there's always going to be somebody monitoring that. When my email is atrocious, so it's hard, it's hard for me to even manage that thing. So I wouldn't want to give people my email and then I never reach back. So yeah, maybe support at nextgent.com is good, or I could come up with a different alias or something, but. If you feel okay with, with sharing that, hopefully people think that that's still a value. Or I could say connect with me on LinkedIn, but then LinkedIn's kind of the same way as my email. Because <laughs> I have all these different internal systems that I have to support students. And so it makes it harder for me to like touch the outside world sometimes. Yeah, I think, yeah, the, the support email, that's fine. That's fine. We'll, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll put that in the show notes. But again, Jacob, man, thank you so much for being here with us. We'll, we'll do this again soon. Sounds great, Sean. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. And Techamay Presents family, thank you as always for listening. And be sure to tune in next time when we'll have another technology expert share their wisdom. Goodbye for now. You've been listening to another episode of Tech and Main Presents. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Don't forget to tell your friends, and thanks for being a part of the Tech and Main Presents community.